This is the Black and White Podcast with Birch and Lauren Paul. Join us as we tackle topics about real life, relationships, growth, and faith. Through everyday scenarios, honest discussion, and a focus on unity, we'll discover together that life is pretty black and white. And also, not so much. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Black and White Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. Back with the podcast again. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you without a dope podcast to step two, step two, step two. Hey, actually, step two. okay. So fun fact, what you're doing right now, I actually brought that artist up to somebody recently and they had no idea who she was. That's, that's a sad reality about the age that we're living in, the age of uh, Gen Xers, Gen Zs, Gen, Gen Young Whatever they call the gens now. So many gens. <laughs> Below the age of 30. Actually, ironically enough, it was a gen, if fur, who did not know who this artist was. <laughs> that's, that's sad to hear. Aaliyah. R.I.P. Aaliyah. Yep. Who was the producer who was doing that little first intro, though? Hold on. I should know this. You should know this. Dr. Dre? Oh, no. No. Hold on. No. Who is it? It's not Dr. Dre. I'll give you one more guess. You can do it. I believe in you. I think I can do it, but do I it. also, uh, it's really late. Hold on. It's like the boots that I wear. Missy Elliott? <laughs> <laughs> Missy Elliott is not the name of a boot. Timberland, Timberland, Timberland. Timberland, yeah. I Timberland, I can Come see that. Come on. Okay. That we was extra totally, credit. That, yeah. one, that one That one was would have counted as extra credit. Listen, the point of me bringing that up wasn't for you to make me look like a fool. You don't Anyways, look like a fool. Anyways, let's talk about just, dating. Just, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the Black and White Podcast. Uh, as always, this is Birch with my wife, Lauren. Who apparently doesn't know her producers. Does not know the producer. I mean, he only shaped an era of music, but whatever, it's fine. It's fine. You don't have to know the name of every producer. That's why I'm in the relationship. You know what I'm saying? I bring those kind of facts. We're back the people I hang out with don't even know the artist, yeah. so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, listen, that, 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 that was only for extra credit. You passed. <laughs> you still passed. But we're back with another podcast. Excited to be with you guys again today. And um, thanks so much for everybody who's been following along with the podcast, albeit with our long break in between and checked out uh, the last episode where we talked about church hurt. Uh, maybe if you uh, got some church hurt or some things you haven't dealt with, maybe that um, episode encouraged you to go have the conversation with somebody, um, you know, seek to live at peace with all people if it's at all possible with you, uh, things like that, that maybe, you know, a step towards unity, reconciliation, or even just your own personal peace um, helped you out a little bit. And so uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that last episode. Uh, it was one that, you know, we had definitely been thinking about doing for a little while. And uh, I th I'm glad that we did. Yeah, I mean, I've actually gotten just, you know, in the last week, a lot of people have reached out to me um, thanking 
us for, you know, getting back to it. But specifically with that episode, I think the consistent feedback I got back was um, gratitude that we helped them see it for what it really is, which is people hurt. Getting back to whether it's in the church, whether it's in the hospital, whether it's at your workplace, in your home, at the end of the day, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Absolutely. So hope you guys enjoyed that. Please uh, keep um, listening, sharing the podcast with your friends and your families. We'd really appreciate it. You can do that um, right there on Spotify on your app. You can share it directly to your Instagram. You can send it to somebody directly. I mean, that'd be, that'd be uh, the best way is just to send the podcast and tell them to listen to it. And uh, hope you guys keep on enjoying it. And um, yeah, today we got another topic that we want to jump on. And I think it, it's one that kind of speaks directly to us too, um, personally, because it's about, it's about marriage. It's about, um, you know, picking or selecting um, a great, the right spouse, um, and, you know, there's even another side to that, which we can get into that, but um, later in the episode. But that's kind of the, the thing. The reason why this even came up is I was on on Instagram the other day and I was looking. Um, I saw this meme pop up. I'm actually going to pull it up and uh, I might post it to my own social, maybe in my story. So it d- disappears in 24 hours. <laughs> um, but it while I'm not necessarily like full-on saying that I agree with all this. However, it made me think about what we would talk about in this episode. So it's a picture of Johnny Depp and Will Smith. And the the meme, the, the text says, Will Smith and Johnny Depp are a reminder to all men that you can have good looks, all the fame and money in the world. But if you don't have a good wife as a life partner, your life will be miserable. If you found a, if you find yourself a good woman, consider yourself rich. And listen, we're gonna end this podcast right here. Listen, your boy Birch yeah. is so filthy rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm his wife. There. I'm his wife. In case there. you didn't catch it, I'm there his wife. There you go. There you go. But nah, I mean that that uh <laughs> that post alone, I was like, dang, whoever wrote that, I don't know. They definitely um, are onto something with that perspective because you know if the the will smith stuff you probably know about it's been a couple of weeks there's the slap heard around the world um you know based out of some people are blaming you know chris rock and this and you know it it there the reason why will will smith was brought into that is because it was what seemed to be in defense um, of his wife a joke that was made you guys know about all that stuff the Johnny Depp stuff, maybe you don't know about it because I honestly, at the time of recording this episode, I only just heard about it. And, um, you know, that his uh, ex-wife, he's suing his ex-wife because uh, she um, was uh, telling people that he phys- that he physically abused, abused her, but it's coming out in the courts, their court trial, that she actually abused him and now this whole thing is it's crazy and it's the internet always wins but the thing about it that's really at stake here is marriages and people are losing that is probably the main thing that we want to talk about Um, more than just like you know some of these things that are funny on social media 
it's people are getting into relationships that are intended to be covenant, lifelong, life-giving relationships. And honestly, there's not a lot of, there's what seems like at this point of it, doesn't seem to be a whole lot of wisdom in the selection of the partner. Because some of these marriages, they're not causing, you know, these individuals to have full of life type of lives. I mean, not to not to slander any person, but the way that, you know, Will and Jada have their relationship set up, it's doomed to have problems. It's doomed to have issues and rocky. Um, and, you know, you look at, you know, Johnny Depp's relationship as well. There's there, it's riddled with issues. And I think not to put salt on a wound or to poke somebody, uh, hit somebody when they're down. I think it is important to ask ourselves as people who follow Jesus, what can we learn from this? What can we learn from this? The, the, the fact of the matter is the world is looking to these two, at these two relationships and they're either determining um, this is how I'm going to live my life or this is not how I'm going to live my life. You can't look at that situation and have a neutral perspective. You're either for it or against it. And I think if we're going to take a, a posture towards it, it's probably more important that we figure out what we can learn from it. And I think what we can learn from it is that there is something important about selecting the right life partner. Yeah. And so I'm going to be very transparent. Um, you know, we, we've actually been thinking about doing this specific topic for some time. Some of the feedback we've gotten from people when we've asked what you wanted us to talk about, um, relationships was a big one, specifically our marriage. Um, we're going on, <laughs> I'm always the worst with the dates. You don't remember? 13 oh, years married. <laughs> I always get confused with our oldest son. I'm like, okay, he's 10. No, wait, that's him. That's not our anniversary. Um, 13 years married and obviously a total of, um, 14 years in relationship. And so, you know, it actually, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Birch, but what I said flippantly, because so he came back from a trip and I imagine as you were traveling, you probably were on Instagram and you're seeing all this stuff about Johnny Depp, which side note, our son thought his name was Johnny Deep. Um, <laughs> clearly has no idea who he is. He said, Johnny Deep, what happened, mom, with Johnny Deep? I'm like, um, wrong guy. But when you were describing, you're like, babe, do you know what's happening like with this whole thing with like Johnny Depp? Have you been keeping up with the trial and the whole thing? And I said, I don't know, not really. Like something about that he abused a wife and you're like, no. Anyways, we were talking about it, right? And we kind of had this revelation of like, I said to you, is it, wasn't she like one of those Victor Victoria's Secret models? Like, isn't that how they met? And this is nothing against anybody who's a model, but the, the words did come out of my mouth man, you know, maybe we should teach some of these guys to pick um, life partners based on character mm -hmm. and not just how hot they are. Exactly. And, um, you know, I mean, Birch, you kind of got lucky. I mean, I kind of had both, right? So, <laughs> guys, I want to keep You're testing him. You're feeling yourself right now. <laughs> I'm going to keep testing hey, him Hey, I don't here. disagree. I don't disagree. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, well, I, I was joking, but thanks. Um, but I mean, really, honestly, like we had this thought where I was just like, and this goes for girls too, you know, this isn't ju just against guys, but like, I think it's a normal, natural thing that most people, when they're looking for a partner, whether they're thinking life partner or they're just thinking like, I want to date you, it's, I mean, obviously, initially, how the person looks, right? You know, do they vibe? And and we were just kind of talking about, you know, what would it look like if you, okay, fine, you want to be attracted to your partner, but but you has to be more than that. Absolutely. It has to be more than that. Absolutely. And I think a lot of these big, high-profile relationships that most, you know, young people love and idolize and look after they're not always necessarily started on the right foundation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the, I know that it's important to find a spouse. The Bible says that a man that finds a wife finds a good thing in favor in the eyes of the Lord. But the thing is, you got to ask yourself the question, like, am I, is this person going to be a good, a good spouse? And what does that mean? And I would say that there are, there must be some non-negotiables in your life that you say this is important for me in a in a life partner. And the thing is, you got to establish what's valuable in your life to even know what's a, a, a characteristic that is going to be of value in someone else's. And that doesn't mean that like, hey, I've got this thing nailed perfect, I knocked out of the park, so this person has to be, you know, the compliment to that. No, that just means that these are values in my life that I just can't allow a person into the most intimate parts of my life to not care about this. And, you know, um, it's it's got to be more than they're, they look really good or they're in the gym all the time. Yes, things like health and beauty are absolutely important, but are, are those on the top shelf list of things of value? You know, for us, you know, we're obviously, we're believers. You guys know that from listening to this podcast. We, we, we serve and seek Jesus in our life with everything that we do. And so for, for me, when finding a person that I would spend the rest of my life with, beyond, above and beyond anything and everything else, this person had to have Jesus in the center of their life. I didn't mean that they needed, I don't mean that they need to be a Christian. They needed to be a follower of Jesus because sometimes that are that's two different things. For a lot of people, being a Christian and being a follower of Jesus is different. Because there are a lot of people, especially in you know America, who will identify as a Christian. But then you start to look at their life. And there is not a lot of Christian characteristics to their life. And, and, and you can start to list it out. I mean, they're, I mean the, some of the things that you would say, quote unquote, are, are, uh, are, are parallels of just being a Christian is like going to church. Well, there's people who say they're Christians and they go to church on Christmas and Easter. Okay? Like that's one. That's an easy one just to show up. It's not happening. Um, somebody who who reads their Bible, like I mean, there's people who who they will call themselves a Christian, and the Bible 
is like the big fat Bible that sits on the nice table in the front room of the house, but it's got dust on it and the pages are stuck together because it hasn't been opened in years. You know, like, you know, the, the, this person that, that prays, well, do I pray that God don't let me smack this person beside of the head when I go to work or God don't let me get in trouble because I, mean, I that does help some days. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you got to say those prayers too. Cause you know, God, God knows we, we need some help, mm-hmm. but like, Am, do I pray or do I just think God is a is the genie from Aladdin that I, I rub his lamp and he makes me three wishes? Because like it, it was important for me and, and, and for you as well, Lauren, I imagine, I imagine, right, that the person that we spend our life with would not just be a person who would claim to be someone who's a Christian, but to be somebody who literally lives their life in submission to Jesus. Well, and I mean, honestly, I would go ahead and just say this. The point of this conversation is not for someone to feel as though, you know, we're, we're trying to like criticize or pick apart whether or not you're, you know, Christianity is real. I think for me, my heart, you know, with this episode is that for somebody listening this may be the first time you've ever heard someone say that there is a better way. There's a better way in choosing a life partner. Now, again, this conversation only helps the person who even wants that. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Birch. I, I see what's trending right now in culture, and I see the way that stuff is going down in dating. I don't know that everybody wants a life partner. But for the person that genuinely is submitted to God's plan and wants to do marriage God's way, this conversation is for you. This conversation is to show you that there is a better way. Now, I'm going to be honest also, prior to our relationship and how we dated and eventually got married, I did not have this. Honestly, I was not choosing wisely. And, you know, for those of you that know my story, I was in a six year long relationship with my first and only boyfriend up until God literally changed my life. I've always known since I was a little girl that I loved God. And, um, I've always known that God loved me. It was not until my twenties that I understood that who Jesus was and what the potential of allowing him to actually be Lord and rule my life, what that would look like. And honestly, in my case, it took a very unwise path in a very long dating relationship for me to finally fully give my life to Jesus, submit my life to him. And in my case, you know, two years of intentionally choosing to be single. Like I remember literally saying, I am not dating anybody. Like I cannot be trusted. I just cannot be trusted right Mm -hmm. now. And I remember realizing in those two years that not because someone sat me down and said, you know, now, now that you're a Christian, (laughs) this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. But just the time I spent in God's word, the time I spent around God's people, the time I spent around marriages, godly marriages, husband and wife who like showed me, showed me through their life that there was a different way. 
this is when all of a sudden I started going, wait a second. Wow. Like, what is this? And then obviously, you know, two years of rebuilding and and reestablishing what that looked like in the context of a dating relationship, then obviously, you know, the rest is history. You know, your man, Birchman Paul Jr. showed up on the scene. Right. And let me tell you, I want you to share about this because this this is really important. I tell a lot of young adult girls that I mentor this story of our season and dating. Something I felt that you did very well from the jump was you did what we call DTR, define the relationship. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, one of the things I realized with the prior relationship was that the reason it was easy for compromises to be made was that there was never a defining of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? There Mm -hmm. wasn't a whole lot of intentionality. There wasn't boundaries in place. There wasn't a trajectory like, okay, where are we going with this? And so unfortunately, when, you know, the Bible literally says where there is no vision, the people perish, right? Like that, that relationship Mm -hmm. was doomed to fail Mm -hmm. because it was just kind of like, let's see where this goes. Mm -hmm. And clearly, you know, most of us like me back then, you can't be trusted, right? Mm -hmm. So I want you to share when, when we did finally decide, okay, let's even entertain being something beyond just friends, Mm -hmm. you know, what was going through your mind? Because I felt like you really led that part mm-hmm. of our season as friends, as dating, as boyfriend and girlfriend, eventually engaged. You led that very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we so like, you know, to like have to 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 have a desire to want somebody who is going to have Jesus in their life. Like only attracts like. So you, if you're, if you're ever concerned, like, why do, and and this, this doesn't come, this doesn't come from a place of shaming or accusatory, but if you ever wonder like, man, how come I keep bringing people around me that, that like are just always blah, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, there's a good chance that you might have some of that in you that pulls that a little closer to you like attracts like and so um I, w- I would just say that like for me it was important to ensure that I embodied you know the the male version of what I wanted to have in my life which was a, a woman who followed after God and you know from the beginning of our relationship you know we um because again, like prior to dating Lauren, like I was live, I was trying to live for God, but I was also very young. And, you know, just to be honest, just like, I mean, I was, I was feeling every, I was feeling everybody and everything. Like mm. I, if, if, if it had legs and could talk, I'd probably try to date it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, that, that just wasn't, that wasn't honoring God. And it also had, negative ramifications you know in my own life so um when we when we started talking you know that's what it was it's like hey we're talking it's not just it's not like you're my girl um we, we know we're we're spending all of our time together it's like hey we're we're getting to know each other and what that meant was it's like we're not gonna do a ton of like by ourselves date off the jump we're gonna like I'm going to hang out with you around your friends. 
you're going to hang out with me around my friends. Not like this is like a contract that we like wrote things down per se about how, exactly how we would hang out. But we, whenever, we did, but we whenever, have a moment but that whenever, we did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we would talk and I would and I would just say, hey, it's just good to, I'm glad that we're just friends. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or, you know, I, I, and then there was a point where it's like, hey, I want this to be something more than that. I would like to get to know you better. Or I would like to, I would like to talk to you exclusively. Mm-hmm. And because at that point, like I'm, I'm thinking marriage one day, but I'm also like, I want to know who this person is before I start just going head over heels um, and getting myself into a situation that I, I don't even really know who this person is just yet. They don't even know who I am. And so this, that time frame was really helpful to just be like, yeah, this is what we're doing. This is who we are. This is what we are. And so when we crossed that threshold, you know, certain expectations came with that. You know, if we were dating, then that meant I was going to on purpose intentionally carve out time to spend with you that was uniquely different than time I spent with everybody else. And along the way, the the main thing even beyond defining their relationship, the thing was the most important thing was like I'm just trying to keep my purity and do everything I can to help you feel like you don't have to jeopardize your purity. I can't guard your purity for you when you're when we were dating. I can't I can't defend it for you. I can only do that for me. I also can just not put you in a situation where I'm making you compromise those things. Purity is important and a lot of people might think that's like a super like old school word like who still who talks about that or like yo I'm in my I'm in my 40s like are we really talking about like not having sex before marriage come on I'm 40 you know what I'm saying like this is not the conversation that you have with your 14 year old daughter like this yes we still talk about this stuff Yes, it's still important to honor God with your body. The, the Bible says, do you not know that your body is, is, is the temple? It's a temple of the Holy Spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, you were bought with a price. You are not your own. And so like if God can't have this part of your life and you have said like you can do everything else you want, God, but you can't, you can't talk, talk about this or touch this area, or critique this area, you got to ask yourself, am I really living a life that's submitted to God, or am I just kind of like caught up in some kind of religious game with God that I just try to keep him at bay, but I'm not really submitted to him? So like that was important to, to me. It was to, along the way, no matter what phase of the relationship we were in, is to be pure, to be sexually pure. And it's hard when, you're, when your girl is a dime, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, and it's hard when you're when you're when your man is fine too. Don't don't sit over there and 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 not amen this preaching I'm giving you. Um, and his voice was like butter. But listen, it's it's it is what it 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 is difficult and it's challenging. But man, it's still important. It's still important. And so I couldn't expect to marry somebody who was like all about this stuff if I wasn't all about it either. And so I didn't do it for her. I didn't like follow Jesus for my wife. I didn't, I didn't honor my purity so that she could be happy with me. I did it for me knowing that if I kept getting closer to God, I'm going to, and she keeps getting closer to God. I'm going to get closer to her easy with, with with, inevitably. That's what's going to happen 
in our relationship. And so like it was super important to have like Jesus being the foundation of our relationship, you know, and I felt like that's important in in for each person. You know, we're coming from the perspective that possibly if you're listening to this, you have some type of relationship with God. If you don't, man, we're stoked that you're listening to this and we hope that you would want to place your faith in Jesus and submit your life to him. If you do, man, direct message us, email us. We would love to call you and help you make that decision to follow Jesus. But like we're coming from the perspective that we want to follow God with our life. And so that has to be a quality that gets represented in my future relationships or they're going to be very much doomed to fail. Yeah. And you said a couple things that I think, you know, if you, if you guys think like I do, I'm always like, okay, good talk. What do you, well, how do I, how can I apply this? Right. So you said a couple things. So first off, you know, like attracts like, right. So if you're a believer, it's a non-negotiable that who you date also has a relationship with Jesus. Yep. I see too many date to saves. Yep. Oh, you know, I'm, if I date him long enough or I date her long enough, you know, I'm going to get her to want to go to church and, mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, we're going to change each other mm-hmm. and wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like we've been married over 12 years. There's foods I don't like that Birch yep. will never get me to like food. Guys. Likewise. Food, which is like, honestly, in the scheme of things, not that important. Right. So you're not going to change a person's salvation just because... <laughs> you like each other. Yeah. So I think that's super important, right? Again, we're not... And now that that does happen in some situations. It does. There's, there, but that is not the, the... That is the exception. It's not the rule. Correct. And you can't live your life like hoping that the exception is going to happen. And it's also, I would say, not fair to your partner. Yeah, it's like I you, didn't get into this thinking exactly. that I was going to do that. You changed the game on me. Right. So I'll say, you know, first things first is like that's a non-negotiable right? You really do need to be equally yoked and definitely like in alignment with that Mm -hmm. first and foremost, right? I think the other thing you mentioned that, you know, really I think was a game changer for us is you said initially when we hung out, it was in groups of friends. And, you know, I think depending, you mentioned the 40 year old, you know, like we know a lot of people that are beautiful, handsome, love Jesus, still single, you know, there's a lot of opportunity that the first time you want to meet somebody, you're going to go on a date with just them. I'll be honest with you. I think it was very wise of us that we got to know each other first around our friends. Yeah. Because I'll say this too. Um, there was one particular friend Birch had that I was not very fond of. Um, that almost was a deal breaker for me. Mostly because I was like, Oh my gosh, like if he's like your closest friend, what does that say about you? <laughs> now, 10 years later, Birch has told me that he actually asked him to be that way to try to scare me off to see if I was the real Not deal. Not just you. Okay, but what I'm trying to say <laughs> is I do think that when you get around a person and they're friends, what is the saying? The saying is you are the average sum of your five closest friends. So I think it's very wise to initially like hang out with their friends and like ask yourself is this the group of people that i see myself wanting to be around and vice versa because it is very indicative of who the person is